Hey, from uh, Los Angeles, California. From actually Arcadia, California. We're like a little bit like the Beverly Hills of the thing on the other side of the freeway. And we have McMansions here. Everything cost $5 million for a nice little mansion. And I guess some of these uh, rules and so forth were put in by one of our city council members, which I'll tell you about later. Um, in the meantime, um, tonight we're back on the air and we're live. We haven't, we haven't passed like a lot of our friends have. We're still here, right? So uh, without further ado or doo-doo, uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to switch you over to my love, to my hero, to my girl, to my beautiful wife, and her name is Dr. Susie. Hi. Hi. Hello. Happy New Year. Nudrier. And uh, happy Nudrier. My rear is nude. You can't see it. But it's nude. And my rear is nude, too. And we are going bonobos into 2022. It's our first show of this year. We took a little break. For various reasons. Various, various, various reasons. reasons, including that rule maker you were talking about. Ah, uh, yes. In the beautiful city of Arcadia. Yeah. Arcadia means a paradise. That's the root of the word. It also used to be a concentration camp at one time. Well, or not they really. paved paradise <laughs> and put up. A concentration camp. Yeah. And well, it was anyway. a holding. It wasn't really. They didn't kill. A detention. Camp. It was a detention. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Still pretty bad. Pretty bad. Not a good side of America. Right. And right. actually, this is not a good side of America that is being exhibited in our harassment by the Arcadia officials of the zoning commission. And yet, we are loving Arcadia and we are responding. And we are, you know, we living think, the yes. dream here in Arcadia. And, of course, we're not living here. We Passing work through. here. We're workers. It's very Calvinist, and we never go to sleep. Right. <laughs> and we certainly don't have sex on the job. Don't Unless don't. it's part of the job. Oh, but if it's part of the job. It's the wrong district. So, you know, a lot of rules here in Arcadia. And what's that saying? Just because a rule exists doesn't mean it shouldn't be changed. April, that's for you. <laughs> and you're a lawyer and an ambulance chaser and all of that. And you made some of the rules for this uh, districting and, yes. and, and codes and stuff. You know. And I really wish I had come up with that phrase, but it actually was spoken by somebody in relation to the filibuster, that that's a rule that needs to be changed, change, 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 because we need change, change, change. We need to go bonobos or go to hell. 
So uh, it's our choice, I guess. And we choose to go bonobos. That's our New Year's resolution, which I'm going to deliver in a little bit. It is our first show of the new year. We took a hiatus partly because of our harassment from Arcadia, but also the holidays and the COVID. Oh my goddess. But here we are, alive, which is more than we can say for some of our loved ones. Anyways, uh, we've done some amazing shows in the past few weeks uh, that has brought them out of the archives for your viewing pleasure. Back to those days when we were all maskless and breathing in each other's essences and mm, licking each other's genitalia and just, you know, having a great time, which I guess a lot of people are doing right now, but not us, so... We have these amazing videos, though, to show you, including, of course, our New Year's Eve and our anti-inaugural circus. And that was quite something when the Trumpus was inaugurated. We had a great circus because, of course, he's a circus. And so we did our own with human animals I'm a human animal. No, you're a puppet. Anyway, Bonobo Sapiens and also Madame Marguerite and her collection of lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, and Mistress Tara and the dominatrixes against Donald Trump. Wow. And then we showed you two short. Yep, we had two short in the speakeasy. That was years ago. And in those years, in those days, we also had Bonnie Rotten. Ooh, Bonnie Rotten. Actually, she's become kind of a homosexual. But in those days, she was just breaking into porn. It was before she won every porn award there is. And wow, too short in the speakeasy. It was fun. Lots of other porn stars, too. And... Jocelyn James, Tiger Woods, ex, one of his exes. And tonight is Eros Day, actually. We used to celebrate Eros Day with a huge orgy. Eros Day actually celebrates when the little planetoid Eros, which is shaped like a dick, I mean... They say it's shaped like a peanut or a banana, but I say it's shaped like a dick because, well, so was a banana. And for some guys, a peanut. You don't even have a peanut. You're a girl. Or, I don't know, maybe that's yours. Well, you'd be quite hung. Are you anyway. fist fucking that thing? <laughs> Maybe that's what's going what, on. What here. is going on there? What, what? This could be something <laughs> that we get censored for, right, Captain Max? Could be. No, it's not because that's just a, a puppet. Well, clearly, except when it comes to those dumbbot drones, well, nothing is that clear, and right. they are suspicious of everything. And they censor a lot. 
left and right, sexual, non-sexual, all kinds of things. They censor, except if you work for Rupert Murdoch. So tonight is Eros Day, technically, in terms of what Lossie Braun taught us that it was on January 22nd, if you're tuned in live, when the planetoid Eros is closest to Earth. But we have since learned that the planetoid Eros kind of has a very odd orbit, and it changes every year as to where it is and how close to Earth it is. So it is not always closest to Earth on January 22nd. Okay. So we thought it was for 14 years. Okay. And we had these great orgies featuring somebody that I would make Eros and somebody that I would make Venus. And Eros and Venus would have all kinds of sex. Sometimes real sex, sometimes kind of simulated. And everybody would, you know, celebrate. And yes, it was a celebration of the god Eros and the goddess Venus, who was both his mother and his lover. I was talking about mother sexual fantasies today with a journalist. And I often talk about them with clients. But this was not just a fantasy. This was a major myth in... Greek mythology, and it, you know, acknowledged that this is quite a common desire. We can talk about where it comes from, but anyway, Venus is Eros's mother and his lover, and so she's an older woman. Maybe she's not his real mother, you could say. She's a milf, a cougar and uh, hottie and we always would have fun and in this particular aerosay that's playing now we call it human couple become gods through sex it was our last aerostay before we learned the science and yeah science kind of destroyed that religion it was almost a religion for me to celebrate aerostay every year because i thought this was when the planetoid Eros was closest to Earth. But then I found out I was wrong. You know, people make mistakes. And part of, I think, being a grown-up human bonobo sapien is to admit your mistakes. And yeah, but um, one day we'll celebrate Eros Day again. When it really is closest to Earth, I have to figure that out. But it's not really January 22nd anymore. But because we used to celebrate it every year at that time, we are playing that on our throwback special, so do not miss it because it features a real-life couple that have the most steamy sex. And they're not porn stars. They're kinksters. And they're just so into it and so in love. They did break up a couple years later. <laughs> but... I hope it didn't have anything to do with playing gods on my show. I don't think so, because it was like much later. But in this show, they just became immortal. So you should watch it. <laughs> Go Bonobos. So what else is going on, Captain Max? 
Well, I, I'm... Uh, I should switch the camera back to you for a moment. Oh, yes, okay. So you can talk about what's going on. Hi there. So well, what's going on is we're having some fun with the city of Arcadia. And uh, that's kind of my project because uh, uh, I, I, I love to change things like rules and and laws and little things like that. So actually right now I want to say hi to uh, April. Uh, April Verlato. Verlato. It's uh, from, uh, I think, April comes from, um, it's a very ancient name. Nobody, ra rarely anybody uses it today. And it comes from the Latin. Um, anyway, so uh, she was very... Uh, 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 adamant and kind of this, this uh, silliness of like, you know, rules are rules, don't you? Well, actually, there's two ways to put that. Just because a rule exists doesn't mean that it shouldn't be changed. Or as they say down on the street, rules are made to break. Because if we don't change rules, then we cause damage to humans. In this case, we have thousands and thousands of homeless people. They can live on the street, but they can't live in an industrial building. What are you talking about? Where? Okay. And also, you've been there for years and years and years. There's a whole bunch of you there that have been there forever. And they like to sit up on high. Very high. Like a very divine yeah. council above right. everyone. Right. And they actually told us not to come in. And yet their side, the zoning officials, did come in. We had to be remote, not even on camera, right. but on the phone. It was a total kangaroo court. It just And it began with a prayer, ah. as did the other hearing. Correct. Begin with a very... Serious. Serious, kind of churchy prayer without mentioning a denomination but just kind of churchy i mean i love god and i love prayers and everybody should have a god and a prayer and all of that but it's the city council and the government that governs us that to really make the way for a different life in a different experience instead of all the, of this violence and and uh, you know Arcadia is very beautiful it has a lot of plants a lot of mm. big trees and plants and it has houses that I think were done by the same architect they all look the same oh, <laughs> you ever notice that yeah they're very uh, cookie cutter, McMansions, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, McMansions, right. Pleasant to look at, yeah. but I kind of wonder if I spent all that money whether I wouldn't want a, you know, backyard. Uh, yeah, and being 10 feet away from somebody else's yeah. bedroom. See, this is one of the problems. A lot of people buy these homes as investments. They don't actually live in them. 
I would like to see a much more eclectic uh, architecture and so that people actually come here to see those things. It becomes a place to go to, you know, well, because of, of its architecture and its, uh, that kind of stuff. And they certainly should have let us keep our sign up. Oh, my goodness. All it said was radio. Right. We had a sign. We moved in here. We were real excited. We set up our studio, <clears throat> and uh, I go get these beautiful uh, wood uh, letters, and uh, we put them up there, and it's like a white background and the radio kind of jumping up and down, so the letters weren't all put on there straight. And we Ooh. get a violation. These are the Neo-Puritans of Arcadia. Yeah, and then there's a, sort of the, the mafia-like uh, uh, part of this. It's like, you want to put up your sign? Hey, there's no problem, but you got to pay me. Yeah, which we did. <laughs> but, you know, not enough. No, no, I said, I'm not, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not paying. And across the street from us, are like all kinds of banners. This particular thing is a beautiful little display thing, and it's on our property. So I got some messages. Okay. Michael mm. Dopchi says, hello, Susie. You put on your beautiful. I'm not sure what he is saying about my beautiful. And Louis Colin says, happy new year. I hope your colon is feeling good, Louie. And if not, I have just the butt plug for you. <laughs> I think he wants to see my high heels. Okay, I, but... Okay, go ahead. Go on. Okay, well, I guess I will then. Because I'm agreeable that way. So, hi there, Michael. And the gang. The gang being the other shoe fetishists in the greater Bonoboville of our viewership, listenership, there is a high heel. It's not a shoe, it's a boot. It's actually a cowgirl boot and very uncomfortable but cute and real leather. Oh, please don't hurt me, animal rights activists. I got it many years ago and the other one as well. I don't know if I can get the other one up. Yep, there it is. The other one, see, look at that one. That's a nice pattern, huh? I got it in downtown LA on Santee Alley the pair. I don't go there anymore. So much of life has changed, including shopping. But it was fun to get boots and tchotchkes on Santee Alley. I miss it. But here we are on FDR. And that is the name of our show, FDR, which stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president, who was pretty good, you know, 
I mean, he had his faults, like those internment camps that uh, Arcadia used to be. But he had a little bit of socialism in his style and practice. Important to have it in your practice, not just your style. And he did. And he was kind of bonobo. He had some sex, (laughs) even after he was paralyzed. So did... Eleanor. Eleanor. She was great. She had a really hot and heavy lesbian relationship. So we hear. I just wanted to say hi to Tom Beck, another member of the city council. Ah, uh, yes. Tom Beck. Yes. He of the baritone voice and tousled hair who seemed like he was really paying attention. I think he took acting classes, and yet he was the biggest kangaroo on the kangaroo court. (laughs) He was, because he took acting classes, right? And so, you know, they had their decision foretold that they wanted us to be on our merry way. But here we are, and we'll see. I mean, we don't mean to be smart, Alex. (laughs) Well. (laughs) All right. So, here we go. This is actually a little manifesto my annual New Year's resolution, and I kind of have to deliver it in the beginning of the year because it's a tradition. It's something people do. And even though I'm very non-traditional and unconventional, I'm a bonobo sapien, still... I enjoy certain traditions, and the New Year's resolution is one. I've never been one to be able to stick to diets or exercise regimes. They just kind of have to evolve organically. But here is my New Year's resolution. And, of course, it begins with a hangover, (laughs) as all good New Year's resolutions should. And it begins with just wondering, are we bonobo sapiens? Or are we killer apes? Mm. Is humanity becoming more peaceful, egalitarian, female empowered, male nurtured, sharing? Caring, sustainable, ecosexual, and bonoboesque, or less, a lot less. Hmm. Are we moving toward a bonobo way of peace through pleasure in all kinds of weather? Or are we racing through a squid game 
in a prequel to A Handmaid's Tale, en route to the day after tomorrow. And whatever you do, don't look up. <sighs> These are some of the sugar plum conundrums that dance through my holidays hangover, ringing in my ear with a happy nude rear. Mmm, as I give good riddance. Thwack! To the last of that ass, we call 2021. Bye. And say hi and resolve to go bonobos into this brand spanking new 2022. Not that this New Year's resolution was really very different than all the other ones I've had for the past eight years, actually. They've been that, go bonobos in, you know, 2021, 2020, uh, all the way back to... 2015. <laughs> and yet, you know, it's the eighth great year of the bonobo. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. Number eight. Or are we just behind the eight ball? <sighs> Will 2022 be kind of like 2022? Now, according to just about everybody, I mean, from the distinguished scientists to the apocalyptic fatalists, the prognosis is bleak. For all of us great apes, both the highly endangered kind, like my bonobo friend here, and the obscenely overpopulated species that I am a part of. Yeah. As well as all the other flora and fauna that are currently choking on our Filthy and filthier capitalogenic air and our plastic permeated water and this sacred soil contaminated fracked up ground we strut upon and fuck upon. That's the other meaning of FDR, is fuck to rich. And we mean that in all the senses of the word. It's one of the English language's more delightful and flexible words. You know, it can be used in so many ways. And I believe it is appropriate to use it in its worst way right now in saying that I believe that we are fucked. I mean, eventually. Maybe not right now. We have some time. 
but I don't think we can reverse things now. So, why even try to go bonobos in 2022? We're going to talk about that in a moment. But we're going to take a break from me hammering you with my New Year's resolution. And take it away, Captain Max. Hey there, listen. I'm highly traumatized, uh, traumatized by uh, uh, the conduct of, um, of this wonderful uh, little village. Uh, I've lived in a lot of villages and sat with a lot of mayors and city council people in France and in Italy and England and so forth and so on. But, yes, I'm sorry. Oh, the lighter. Hold on a second. I'm being, my speech is being interrupted because I have the only lighter on the set. But I'm going to pass it right along. Okay, there you go. All right. So, um, anyway, one of the things that really struck me, there was one of the council people there is a guy by the name of uh, Tom Beck. Okay. Tom has been a a super lawyer uh, all his life. Uh, And, you know, caring for the, caring for the the old, uh, the old folks like myself. Uh, who are basically retired, trying to get all our shit together after 50 years of work and uh, have them vote against us. What do you guys got going over there? In fact, when you were talking, you weren't even using the, the right material. You were using the material that we had from the last time. Anyway, be that as it may, Tom, I just want to say this to you because, and, and to everybody on the council, sleeping at work in Japan is considered dedication to your work. Absolutely. Right? Okay, so my philosophy. The camera has been taken away, so I'll I'll be back later. Requires (laughs) your visual of me, which is I work here. I don't live here, but just because I'm at work doesn't mean I stop living or needing things, basic human needs, like food and shelter and clean air and a place to rest, rest, a place to lie down, a couch or a bed or mattress madness, yeah. And these are basic needs. You could say, 
in the words of Thomas Jefferson. They are unalienable rights. That word is unalienable, even though the more modern pronunciation is inalienable. But Tommy, and he had a lot of faults, we have to respect his writing. He was a great writer. And he said, unalienable, regardless. <sighs> let's be human. And beyond human, let's, let's just be creatures that are logical and understanding of basic needs. And the workplace has changed so much, right, Captain Max? Absolutely. And it's going to change more. And they're getting us ready. They're getting us ready for a wonderful new future where you don't have to go out and meet anybody or <laughs> you have to stay in your home and monitored. Hmm. And the government tells you you have a storage place, but we don't like the way you store your mattresses. What do you mean you don't like the way you st store that my mattresses? That is crazy. <laughs> and we keep well, asking them. We want to use them. What I is the code? Yes, and what is for the how code? how to store to mattresses. mattresses? What is the code for how to store mattresses Ooh. in Arcadia? Yeah. This is like the 90th time we are asking you this, and you will not answer us. It's funny if it wasn't so the other fun The other funny thing is that they looked at these, uh, they looked at these rooms, and the rooms that were really neat, the, sort of the sets, where, you know, you, nobody could live there. No. Those, they said, you can tell nobody lives there because they're not a mess. Hmm. And the storage room pictures, they say, clearly somebody <laughs> lives here. And there's piles of shit everywhere. And she had a gotcha moment with yeah. me because, yes, we sleep in our RV and occasionally it is parked here in Monomoville. Anyway. La Chandra Villa Lobos on YouTube says, cute monkey. So thank you, but it's not a monkey. No tail. That's my arm. You see back here, no tail. This is a bonobo. Could be a common chimp, but actually the dark face is more bonobo-like. And so... And it doesn't have a tail. Right. That's the difference between monkeys and apes. It's monkeys a, have uh, tails. That hand. Even though we call this a tail, it's not one of the things that you yeah. know, is long and slinky. Michael Dopshi on YouTube says, Magnificent. Thank you, Dr. Susan. He's so polite. Pretty stockings, he says. He's the one with the shoe fetish. So I don't know if that means he doesn't like my boots so much because he does like, you know, the high heel more than, I think, the boot. But, uh, yeah, the stockings, a kind of a purple burgundy for those of you 
in the cheap seats who are just listening. And by the way, all the seats are free. <laughs> so the expensive seats on FDR are just the same price as the cheap ones. That's right, you can ride first class with us in the sleeper car. Woohoo! The Kitchen Gorilla on Instagram says, beautiful, just like the rest of you. I don't know what part he meant was beautiful. My bonobo, my boot, my husband. Tell us, Kitchen Gorilla. And what's up with you guys, Facebook? I don't know. But we're on all different platforms, and we are welcoming 2022, baby. Yeah, I know, it's already started, but it's our first show of 2022, so what can I say? It's Eros Day, and we welcome also the planetoid Eros, because even though scientifically, astronomically, it is not really the closest to Earth that the great Lossie Braun, father of Axel Braun, introduced us to Eros Day. But of course, he's Italian, and I don't know, something could have been lost in the translation, but we love Eros Day. It's just so beautiful to celebrate Eros, love, life, the opposite of Thanatos, really, Thanatos being death. And we have to deal with a lot of death these days, don't we, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners? So, nice to celebrate Eros, the planetoid, the god, and the feeling. Mm. Puff Puff, says David D. I think he's talking about you, Captain Max. Puff Puff. But I like to Puff Puff, puff too, puff. baby. Puff the magic dragon. Dragon live oh, yeah. by the sea. Right, was that? Yes. Yeah. I, I he, was, he was puffing that. on stuff or something. He was a magic dragon. David Ki D. asks a question on YouTube. Has the female vagina, right away we can tell David D. is a scholar because he is differentiating female vaginas from, I don't know, I mean, I know there's a lot of acceptance of male, female, everything, but I don't think there's a male vagina. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. You know, actually, I plead ignorance on that. So, okay. Has the female vagina recently evolved? It seems I've only recently heard of squirting. I don't remember ever seeing it in old pornos. So... David D., you're right and you're wrong. No, the female vagina has not recently evolved. If you mean in the past few thousand years. <laughs> it's really anatomically the way it has always been. And women have always been able to squirt. That is female ejaculation. The G-spot has always existed. It's just that, you know... Most part, guys don't care. No, I mean, it's, it's like it hasn't been at the top of the list of important things. So, yeah, it, most women have to learn how to squirt. 
a lot of women and men confuse female ejaculate with golden showers, urine. Nothing against golden showers, except female ejaculate is only a very small percentage urine, and most of it is water. You can tell by the smell, and you can tell by the feeling, and you can tell by the texture. Although it does come through the urethra, and like I said, it has trace elements of urine. But because it kind of looks like urine, you know, even though it's usually clear and urine is usually yellow, although if you don't take your vitamins, I guess your urine is clear. But uh, yeah, a lot of porno, especially the old kind, they didn't want it because it would be urine, which might have been illegal, right, Max? Oh, totally, right. totally. So they, they didn't want to show urine. And so that's why you didn't see female ejaculation because it could have been confused with urine by the censors of those days. Well, you, you couldn't pee on someone in those right. days. Right, and people thought that female ejaculation was peeing on someone. Correct. But right. it is not. It is something else. It's right, related, right. and it's all in the family of body fluid play. And some people really don't like female ejaculation. Hey, some people really don't like male ejaculation. How about that? And yet, because males are the biggest purchasers of porn, uh, you know, there's a lot of male ejaculation. Also, it's kind of easier, and women have an easier time repressing our feelings, and so we can hold back our tendency to ejaculate. I have a whole video that teaches women and women's lovers how to find the G-spot and ejaculate, because I do feel that it is a question of learning. A lot of women do not know how to do this, and if they learn, they can. Now, you have to be motivated, you have to want to, and there's nothing wrong with not wanting to learn how to squirt. It's not, you know, required in this course. But if you do, then I got a great video for you. It's called Dr. Susie Squirt Salon, and it features Deborah Sundahl, who is the international expert in squirting, and she also has a book that's great about the G-spot, and Annie Body and Layla Swan, and some great female ejaculatrixes, and I squirt. I do it. Yeah, I do it on camera. I'm like a porn star, but I'm not actually a porn star, but you know, it is very <laughs> explicit. What can I say? And in that particular show there's a lot of calls it's it's very educational and yet it's one of our most explicit shows and there's a guy his name is big d who you know has a big d and uh, he he makes layla squirt with it with his big d so we have all kinds of squirting because you can do it through intercourse although it's easier to do it with a finger so okay is squirting orgasm better than normal orgasm? David D. is asking this, of course. And I would say it's not better, it's not worse, it's just a little different. It's more dramatic. It's messier. 
that's usually a downside when you're just trying to go to sleep. I mean, then the wet spot is huge. It's not about who sleeps on the wet spot. The whole bed is wet. But it's very beautiful, and it's like a waterfall, although for some it's like mm, too much. And as far as it feels, yes, it does feel like externalizing. I mean, it feels very like an external orgasm, but honestly, my deepest orgasms are not squirting orgasms. So there you go. And I'm, you know, much more down for regular orgasm in tight situations, so to speak. Love the boots, Kitchen Gorilla says. Yes, indeed. I also want to thank the Glenny Awards for giving me an award. I gave out a bunch of awards last show, but they gave me the sexologist of the year. Once again, thank you, Glennies. And it is my honor and pleasure to serve and to encourage sex positivity and the bonobo way as your sexologist of the year. So back to Captain Max. I'm, well, I'm also very excited after so many years of being called every name in the book for, and being prosecuted and so forth that uh, um, uh, Vice magazine uh, is now doing a documentary. So we're kind of in the middle of doing it. and uh, We're talking, so, but yeah. it's very serious talks. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're already unloading, downloading from our heads. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Although, yeah, I have good, to say, we've gone pretty much this distance with other Hollywood companies. Hollywood is fickle. But at the same time, you got to go with your feeling and your hope. And I got a good, good feeling about this new Vice documentary. And I hope you all are well, a part I, of it. I also trust the, 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 the uh, author. Yeah, he wrote up a nice piece yes, for yeah. Vice. This was just in print. And it was about our and an show. Even, an even. It was handed. more than even. Yeah. It was well, actually yeah. very nice. Well, oh, I mean, sure. speaking of. I mean, he didn't call us names. Golden showers. Did he call us names in the article? He didn't have to, oh, honey. Okay. All he had to do for the people that don't like our sort of philosophy, pleasure, what have you. All he had to do was say what happened, which was that we peed on Trump. I mean, you know, we had a Russian hooker pee party, us and uh, Mistress Tara and the dominatrixes against Donald Trump, and we laid out a Trump surrogate. And, of course, this dude was a golden shower fetishist. Because everything's consensual around here. But still, it was symbolic. And, and to a great extent, we play in that world of kink, politics, and theater. And this was a kinky theater politics or a kinky political theater piece in which we did what everybody knows must have happened in some way. Although I kind of think what probably happened is that Trump watched these hookers pee on somebody else, maybe one of them, and he probably watched. But I think it happened, and we peed on him, 
because, you know, although it can be just a purely sensuous experience, it can also be a domination kink. And that's how we played it. And yeah, he wrote a very nice piece, although, oh, I just remembered something. I got to tell him this. He said that I peed through my tights onto Trump, which was not true. I would never do that. Yuck. That's kind of gross. I mean, to each their own in a way, peeing through your tights. Okay. No, I pulled everything down. I peed, you know, <laughs> al fresco. And I, I, I you know, I, I don't have a problem with getting naked. And so I got naked uh, from the waist down and I peed on our Trump surrogate. I did not pee through my tights. I might oh, have been that. wearing stockings. Like I'm doing now. Zach, we got to change that now that we're getting closer. And we got to do a retraction. I didn't pee through my tights. Anyway, okay. So, yes, Captain Max. Yes, hi. It is great to uh, work with Vice again, who also reported on our 22nd wedding anniversary. No, but you know what? They 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 kind of really have a a a a, a good uh, a good reputation as journalists. I mean, I read their stuff actually all the time. Also, I like the name Vice. I've yeah. always, you know, like device nowadays. Our devices. Our devices are our vices. Right. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so, anyway, so I was thinking about all of that. Is that you making all that clanking? I yes. did clank okay, just okay, now, no sorry. Um, so, uh, I mean, I think, first of all, there's some really not nice neighbors that... that uh, uh, that that we all have, especially in certain areas of of the uh, of the country, and uh, they're and they're really anti-democracy. They're 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 you know we're going into a new age. All of this democracy, you can't get shit done as far as they're concerned. Now, as dictators, they could just do what they want. That's always uh, and, a perk for the dick. Yeah, well, tater. I mean, I, I get that. I get that. The problem is, I don't want my rights taken away. I don't want to be told where I can broadcast. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to be humiliated and have to run across to my neighbors and say, "Hi, do you like me? Have I bothered you?" Huh? Right. <laughs> my mommy wants to know. No, that's not a. That's that's not a. I, I don't get, get how that that works, and I, I don't believe that it's constitutional. Much of the stuff that they've done. Oh, hi. I would like to address. That. Oh yes, please, please. So back to why even try to go bonobos in twenty twenty two. Two. I mean, also, in addition to all of the other years. Well, okay, so you may have heard the word about bonobo apes being humanity's closest living cousins, who, along with common chimpanzees, are over 98% genetically similar to humans. 
not that bonobos, pan paniscus, are some sort of, you know, primitive, hairy people. No, not at all. However, they do share a lot of qualities with us, Homo sapiens, and one of their most interesting traits, at least for this sexologist of the year, is that they seem to really enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. Like us. Like you, maybe. I don't know. But bonobos enjoy sex a lot. And unlike us, especially neo-puritanical us, bonobos make it a priority to have sex, both quality and quantity. Yeah, with friends and with strangers of different genders in a bonobo sutra of positions. Yeah, baby. Uh, really crazy positions that would break the neck of a tantric sex Olympic athlete, you know? But it's not just how bonobos have sex. It's how they use sex to resolve conflict, to reduce stress. They're stressed just like we're stressed. To express affection, of course. Sometimes sex expresses caring. And to curry political favor, yes, not only humans do that, bonobos curry political favor with sex. And they celebrate, they commiserate, they compensate. Hey, sex work is very bonobo. Like, uh, give me a banana and I'll give you a blowjob. Is negotiate there, uh, yeah yes max oh i was wondering if there was anyone that uh, i could get a drink from oh because, a drink yeah i'm kind of prisoner. for a blowjob uh, or maybe for, a muff dive just, and i'll get you a drink no no How you stay where you are water here <coughs> no no and i wanted a beer oh and so it's not just about quenching the, your the thirst the beer is very far away it's on way on the other side of the counter and we have been abandoned <clears> by <throat> our entire no staff. one's here <laughs> no one at all no one it's <laughs> amazing what happens in bonoboville now yeah, we a, used to be surrounded by bonobo sapiens you know there's a shortage of and water now so we are just to, abandoned Oh, here come somebody. Here come people, finally. Ooh. Was someone dying back there? <laughs> Speaking of death, no one was here. I got it. Uh, thank wow, you. Wow, okay. You want to give now me a... Now we have a uh, beer. Uh, uh, California Corona. Maybe they were all having sex back there. I have no idea. But listen, it's okay. This is not your usual studio. And, uh, Show the beer so people oh, know yeah, that yeah. it's Corona. It's Corona. But not okay. the disease, just the beer. All right. So I'm going to, right before I hand this back to Dr. Susie. And now everyone is here. <laughs> right. Everyone. They must have been having an Aerostay orgy. I'm just going to figure that that was what was going on. Right. 
Uh, there has been an oh. Arrow's Day orgy in Bonoboville. No, there hasn't. I don't without think. us. No, uh, rum. In the workplace. Oh, my God. It's on a mattress, probably. Probably. Woo! So, I'm going to make a California Corona. So, I should go, go back right to Go right on. No. No, 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 This no, is no, your no. moment Go here. back that way. And, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so here is the making of so, Max's special beer, the California Corona. Don't shake too much or it'll get all over you. There it goes. It's getting all over the, the floor. floor. Okay. But at least not you. It's okay. It's just not on a, your pants. Just on my and pants a little. Cheers. Yeah, it's really L'chaim. good. You have to put a lime in there and, and salt. And salt, and then to your health, happy new year, go bonobos yeah. in 2022. So, back to my manifesto now that you have your proper lubrication. <laughs> ah, I can't do it. I can't. I, I, don't know, I lost it. I mean, I know where I am, but it's like you know, we're now drinking and we're at the bar, and um, you know. I don't want to keep giving a lecture. No, it was nice. I, I liked it. I liked the lecture. I, <laughs> I want to hear more about what sex is good for. Oh, okay. Well, not only is sex good for all that stuff, commiserate, compensate, negotiate, and have fun, but it keeps the peace in the bonobo community. That's right. And that, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, of the new year 2022 makes bonobos worth our while and makes it worth your while to go bonobos in 2022. It is really our last best chance to save something, I'm not sure. I mean, humanity, I guess, is to go bonobos. And yeah, ever since I found out about bonobos and how they make peace through pleasure, which really was in 1993 when we had a chance as a species to turn back this capitalogenic disaster that we're now headed into. And I thought, wow, this is the key. It's like a no-brainer. It's a game-changer. At least it should be. But it wasn't. And it, it still probably isn't. I mean, I, I, I didn't quite understand the power of money under capitalism. And yeah, it's pretty powerful. So, you know, the bonobo way has to meet that challenge. Bonobos have so much to offer. They have never been seen killing each other in the wild or captivity. Our mainstream media is so sex denigrating. They make fun of bonobos and they call them monkeys, which in and of itself is a little bit 
denigrating. And they kind of go, oh, look at all the monkeys having sex. But really, this sex is is part of their ability to do something that we humans can't do so far and that might be the death of our species and so many others and that is to make peace through pleasure not to kill each other and bonobos are the only great apes that don't kill each other of course humans rank first by leaps and bombs so our bonobo cousins hold the key to peace on earth and it's a set of keys that we may have had before i don't know i kind of think we did you know and back in prehistoric times but in any case we've lost those keys and we really need to find them so sometimes it helps when you've lost something to retrace your steps and that's what I do in this Bonobo Manifesto, is retrace our steps of 2021, starting with the fascist festivus of the insurrection, the rape of the capital, and moving along through just a lot of homosexual horror, mass killings, and at least we did leave Afghanistan, but after so much killing and so much denigration of sex you know really it's uh, crazy they go together the elevation of killing and the denigration of the goddess of sexuality and yeah you know the bonobo way is kind of the opposite of all of that right and that's what we're here for and yeah it's happening on the liberal side so-called liberal as well as the conservative you know the conservatives are so obvious they have the religious right they've always been raw raw america war war but now the democrats are becoming raw raw war trying to be more american than the republicans giving the pentagon the biggest budget ever more than Trump gave them, more than they asked for. Amosexual poison. Because the military is the Earth's worst polluter. And killing, of course, deliberate killing, not just the indirect kind, but the drones are deliberate killing. And this warped, so-called leftist anti-sex movement that almost took down OnlyFans. This merging between the left and the right when it comes to stealing women's rights and repressing sexuality, not very bonobo so anyways the bonobo manifesto go bonobos in 2022 on counterpunch which has given me some really great responses actually because those people really like to read you counterpunchers wow one of the worst aspects of 2021 
one as well as several years before that, but especially 2021 has been the imprisonment of Julian Assange. It's unconscionable. It's unbonobo, to say the least. He is a truth teller. He is a journalist. I relate to that. We are journalists as well. And he has been censored in, of course, the worst way, put in prison <laughs> and in one of the worst prisons in Belmarsh. And it's so disturbing to see a killer like killer Kyle Rittenhouse go free while the exposer of killers, Julian Assange, remains in prison, the victim of slow murder. Yeah. And the attack is around the world. And the attack is around the world. The attack against journalists. Yes. Alternative or with different views. Um, yeah, censorship yeah. of all things. Yeah. And a lot of them are in prison in different countries. Socialist and sexual. Yeah. Yeah. The two fun things. <laughs> yeah, it's really disturbing. So much censorship and so much elevation of violence on both sides. But yeah, we've been at war for 20 years. There's a generation that, that grew up and only knows about violence. I guess, you know, I grew up knowing about violence, being against violence, you know. No, I'm talking about violence. <laughs> I'm talking about the Vietnam War. Well, there's that, yes. And yeah. people in my town were drafted. My brother was almost drafted, so it hit home, which was terrible. And in a way, it's the worst thing. There shouldn't be a draft like that. But in a way, it does bring home the evil of the military in such a way that it is not brought home when you have this so-called volunteer army, which really is a mercenary, mercenary army. military. When you pay to kill and have no other philosophy behind it, it's a big problem. <laughs> I have a massage wand, says Franklin Donaldson of Facebook. I asked for Facebook. I got Facebook. And I am addicted. Well. Addicted to what? I uh, also uh, have a massage wand. And you know, there are good addictions and there are bad addictions. <laughs> And actually, this is not an addiction. That's crazy. You could certainly do without this wand, and you would not have the DTs. You would not have the heaves. You would not go into withdrawal symptoms. But you might not be able to have an orgasm so easily for a while. But if you stop using the wand for a while, maybe a day or two or five, you will get back to being able to have an orgasm without one. So you're not really addicted. You just like it. You're just, it's a, it's a time saver. It's convenient. 
It's like a toaster, you know. You could do your toast over a fire, but you might burn it. Toaster does it so well. <laughs> a vibrator does you so well. And yeah, that's one of the great things about technology. I kind of agree with Dr. Christopher Ryan, who wrote Sex at Dawn and Civilized to Death, that progress is not necessarily progressive. And <laughs> when you're moving in the right direction, to keep going forward and making progress is not necessarily a good thing. But I kind of appreciate certain things, like the heart surgery that saved my life when I was a kid, like the surgery that saved my life when I had septic shock a few years ago, and like this vibrator, otherwise known as a massager, otherwise known as the magic wand. And they do make all different kinds, but there's nothing like the Hitachi. Although, Max, you got something new. I got something <laughs> new. It's a, it's Very a, it's interesting. A, it's a shock. It's like those machines that they use to break up. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> it's maybe a little too much for the genitalia, but maybe we could put it on a nah, good nah, speed. I've been trying it there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Without me. Well, no, no, it's not for that. Uh, this thing yeah. also... Breaks up the, ca uh, I, don't know, I can't explain the whole thing. I'm just trying it out. And uh, if it works, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll maybe make it uh, like, I'll make it. I'll make it way past 80. I can't tell. It seems like more people are dying. Or is <laughs> the mainstream media just picking up on it more and throwing it out there more? Or is it just that... We're getting older, and more of the people that, that we, we knew, know, know are like dying. dying. I think that's what it is. But it really seems like everybody's but dropping. Dying. Oh, my God. Whoa. Woo. Anyway, it's also the COVID. I mean, really, that young people are going to. It's, yeah. it's scary. And I hear these people getting out there and saying, you know, I can't take this anymore. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't yeah. don't shoot me. Go for it. <laughs> Do your thing. Do your thing. Be on your way. Uh, although, you know, yeah. we'll see what yeah. we do moving forward. Yeah. And do not try to take away my personal rights. And by the way, if, if people really insist on no masks required, if we don't have to wear a mask I say that's we don't have to wear underwear why why should we get dressed at all <laughs> it's a real huh? kind of pain in the yeah I mean why out of respect for others what I mean if you don't respect the germs the virus moving around why should we respect your religion that says that our nudity is somehow hurting your eyes? <laughs> get off of my lawn. Really, get off of my lawn Fine. unless you let me be naked everywhere, including on your lawn or where you can see me from your lawn. Well, you know, in New York, uh, they can, uh, women can walk around topless. 
Is that right? Yeah, there's not a crime. Wow, that's yep. pretty good. Yeah. I'd like to see a woman with a mask, topless, walking down in front of the Empire State Building mm. with big seven-inch heeled, over-the-knee yeah, yeah. boots. We're going to say goodbye for now. Um, we're going to say uh, viva, viva life. We're going to say be peaceful. And uh, we're going to say lay down your arms. Lay them down. Mm -hmm. Lay them down. Don't be killing people. You have no right. You're not God. And even if you were, you had no right. Yeah, it's like killing your own children. <laughs> Some people would like to do that. A lot of people are doing that, but that's not good. That's not good. Sharing is good. Sharing, take what you need is good. Bonobos show us how to share. That's part right. of going bonobos. Correct. Is sharing. <clears throat> Correct. Don't be greedy. Be lusty, not yeah. greedy. Yeah. You know, whether you're on your big yacht or sitting at my bar here and Dr. Block's little bar here, we were, we were having bacchanals. <laughs> really? Years ago. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't that? know. I'm wondering why you put your mask on now. Oh, 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 okay. No, it's okay. No, it's all right. Okay. Anyway, uh... Dr. Susie, would you like to close? I love you. Mm. And uh, we love you. On Instagram, Classic Niche is his name. He says, please show your feet. <laughs> what is it with the foot fetishes? Well, no, not showing my feet. He wants to see my feet? Yeah. Would you like to show you no, his No, 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 no. I would not like to show my feet. My feet uh, are my feet. These uh, are the feet of the bonobo. And so, yeah, I should show my feet because why not? Because I'm flexible <clears throat> that way. So that's my beautiful boot. And this is my beautiful stocking. And this, yes, indeed, brothers and sisters, nothing like watching a hot cougar take off her stockings. I hope my feet are clean. Uh-oh. Okay. That's my soul, baby. Yes. And I actually gave myself a pedicure earlier. No, I'm not going out to get pedicures because it's COVID time. But there's the pedicure. And there I am with it. How about that? I'm on the Olympic foot fetish team. Yes, indeed. Broadcasting live from Bonoboville in the soul. <laughs> of downtown Arcadia. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, brothers and sisters. Yeah. We are in the soul 
of downtown yeah. Arcadia. Art and theater. FDR. Alter- alternative theater. Mm. Mm. Radio for the erotic. Theater of the mind. And the socialist theater of the mind. You know? So, yeah. To live richly. We want you to join us in our New Year's resolution. And if you could, please do give to Lola Ya Bonobo. They are saving the bonobo orphans that are being killed. It's terrible as bushmeat in the Congo. And also give to Bonobo Conservation Initiative. They're also looking for cars, jeeps to donate, not only money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So wow. To send there. So you can send your car. Yeah. And, and if there's anything that a car would be good for, it's to help save the bonobos. And it's totally tax deductible, so you don't have to pay as much tax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So everything's cool. Everything's authorized. And uh, we love these people. We know them. We trust them. Yeah. Out there, Lolia Bonobo, Claudine Andre, Dr. Brian Hare, Vanessa Woods, Survival of the Friendliest. And of course, Survival of <laughs> Friendliness is about dogs. And it's funny that Chico, came Chico right just barked. Because he remembers these dog experts, Brian and Vanessa, they love dogs, and Chico was on that show. It's very cool. Survival of the Friendliest. Check it out. And Bonobo Conservation Initiative is run by our dear old friend, Sally Cox. Sally. Yeah. It's a long time we haven't talked to you. Ride, Sally, ride. Yeah. Happy give, New g- Year. Give them money. If you got any money, give them some money. Make a donation. Yeah. And then just give it to them. Here. Money. Yeah. A truck. Something. Yeah, a truck. Yeah, they need all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. You know. And you need to help the bonobos to release your inner bonobo. It's part of the process. It's the 12th step to releasing your inner bonobo is to give to these bonobo organizations. And yeah, there's a lot of other steps. So you should check out the bonobo way. Hey, there it is. And it's on Amazon. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's in 11 languages around the world yes, on your local Amazon. The Real Bonobo Manifesto. Yeah. And, of course, Splosh and Art is here for you. And other speakeasy journals. And we are here for you. The Therapists Without Borders of the Dr. Susan Block Institute. If you need to talk privately, you're not the type that just posts comments on shows on social media. You need to talk privately. You need telephone sex therapy. And you can call us at 213 291 9497. 
and we'll be there because we have regular people answering the phone. phone. Sometimes guys answer the phone. Yeah, sometimes Somet- guys, yeah. sometimes girls, sometimes sometimes hot ladies, all kinds of trans middle people, of the night, whatever. Trans- yeah, everybody answers yeah. the phone, but somebody answers the phone. That's how we are. And then we put you through to a therapist who can help you. Sometimes that therapist is me, and sometimes it's somebody else because, you know, I'm a real person too. And sometimes I have to sleep. Sometimes I fall asleep at my desk. Oh. Oh. Be good. Be happy. Try not to hurt anyone, including yourself. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. (laughs) I love you. talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. bonobos if you're watching this on youtube be sure to hit subscribe that's right whether on dr susan block channel or sex calls hit it (laughs) 